What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> no, I don't know. What song I just are you like. Singing? I don't know. Oh. Whatever you were, I was just. I just was yes and. You're, you. you're riffing. You're riffing. Yeah, you're I was. Riffing. Like, no, what's a fun game me and Peter have been playing? And it scares him how good I am at this. Ooh. What? Just don't make me do it. I'll do it some time in private, but. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Well, we just have played it. I've been playing it mostly by myself with the car. But one time Pete was there and I told him that I play this game. And he's like, do it. And he gave me a song and I did it. Okay. So you ha- it's like you think of a pop song. But okay. then I sing it like an old blues song. Oh, it's like the the Jimmy Fallon, uh, like yeah, where it's like where the machine, mix- yeah, 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 yeah. And you have to That's sing so like funny. in the tune of or whatever. And so he told me Smash Mouth All Star, and then I did it, and he was like, "Oh my god, I'm not even kidding you!" Like he was sincerely like, "That's scary." He was like, "That was really good." I was like, "Really." <laughs> That's what I do when I'm by myself. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so funny. Anyway. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, Well, you guys, we... Um, oh, my Lord. This topic today is... Oh, it's best. too much. Slash it's, the worst. I really knew nothing about it. I mean, I, mean, I knew the, the big, big... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, swathing facts about it. But... Yeah. The broad strokes, but yeah, oh, I know. Well, before we get to that, we gotta yeah. we have an ask for everybody listening. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. We we always ask you to send us uh, your stories and you know embarrassing moments. Yeah, weird hookups. Um, you know, shit stories. <laughs> yeah, like you know whatever things yeah. that happen to a friend that are you've think you're so funny you don't have to like you know it could be about anything really but we yeah. really need we want your funny stories uh because we're gonna play a little game with them <gasps> yes and this is so brilliant nicole or you and pete thought of this together i feel like it was like a collaboration kind of yeah pete and i were idea. on a walk and i feel like we were just talking about like chat gpt and ai stuff you know Ooh, look at that cocktail champagne mm-hmm. cocktail oh, oh my mm-hmm. god is that a real Mar- luxardo maraschino cherry in there no it's a blackberry oh that's nice too yeah yeah um, i do have luxardo luxardo cherries but i opted too. for it yeah they're good have them at the house you mm-hmm. just eat a couple every once in a while they're very good yeah it's like yeah. candy um, okay, yeah, Pete and I were talking about ChatGPT, and, and we, I don't even really know exactly how it came up, but I immediately sent you a voice memo oh of God. this, like, rant of me being like, okay, we need a listener story, and then three ChatGPT quote-unquote listener stories, and wouldn't it be fun if we, like, figured out which one was the fake one, if we could, you know? Yeah. And so, we're gonna try it. Yeah, we're going to we're going to play a game. So like everybody send your stories in so yeah. that we can put them into the mix of a chat GPT like like we'll have a uh, a real story yeah. and so a, a lie and t- or two real stories. Uh, one truth and th- and three lies, really. Three lies and a truth. Three lies and a truth. It's okay. like the opposite of three truths and a lie. 
Okay. Or two truths and a lie, whatever. Or whatever, it is. yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll have one real story and then we'll have the rest be chat GPT stories. And it is yeah. up to you, dear listener, to uh, let us know. So we're, we're asking a lot of you right now. Um, yeah. But, so, but really not. Like, no, we, it's, it's a game. Stories. It's, it's, it's a gonna, game. It's a game. So you send us, send us your stories. We'll mix it in with, uh, we'll pick, we'll pick one or two or whatever. Yeah. Maybe three. Yeah. Um, and then we'll mix it in with the chat GPT. Yeah. Ch- the chat GPT stories. And we will post the episode that mm-hmm. we do it on. And then everybody has to let us know what the real story is. Everybody. Yes. Holler yes. at us on all of our platforms uh, at DT- DTFU podcast. Mm-hmm. everywhere yep. and let us know what the right what the real story is it's basically like a mailbag episode with some assistance from ai to like yeah. round it out and also yeah. a fun game and yeah i think it's going to be so fun and i would say if you're writing us a story make it real like don't don't use chat gbt to make a fake one to send us because that will be too weird i think but i mean you know do what you want but it would be fun if it was real and um everybody who writes stories to us is always so funny you know Mm. and that's such a treat and i feel like that's what's gonna maybe I don't know, but we could ask ChatGBT to tell a very detailed story. So yeah, yeah, in the style of in the whatever. style of yeah. yeah, I know. So it's gonna be hard, but it's very gonna fun. be hard, but yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. So we'll reveal the answer on the following episode. Yeah. Uh, after we do this, do the game. Um. So that'll be all within the next few weeks here. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. So we're just. We're really pushing and asking for your stories. So send those. Yeah. You could either go to our website. It's dtfupodcast.com and you could mm-hmm. enter. You could write your story on our little um, like contact form yeah. that we have on there. Or you can send us a, a, an email. Yeah. It's a dtfupodcast at gmail.com. So just a couple paragraphs. Yeah. Nothing. Try to keep it short and sweet. Yeah. You know, you don't need to go too ham on the story, but no. make sure it's funny. Yeah. Make sure it's, you know, semi fucked up. Uh, yeah. But above all funny. And, above all funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep it. Yeah. Keep it. Uh, keep it to like three paragraphs. Beginning, yeah. middle and end. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. my God. I can't wait for that. It's going to be so fun. So yeah. Shoot us those stories, y'all. Mm-hmm. OK. All right. Let's get to the episode. I was sitting outside the other day. It's been really nice, that very springtime here in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my thoughts drifted towards air disasters. Um, <laughs> as they do. As your, they do. Your intrusive thoughts drifted mm-hmm. towards air disasters. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And specifically, uh, my mind settled on the mm. Hindenburg disaster. Mm. And let me tell you something. Sitting in the beautiful sunshine, I went down a rabbit hole. Oof. I don't know how we haven't talked about this yet. I don't either. This is absolutely a fucking wild time in history that this was wild. Wild. Uh, So come, come enter this hole with me. 
<laughs> I I wrote um I just watched the footage for the first time in my life. I think I'll stay on the outskirts of the whole. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be whole adjacent. Yeah. Um but I w- do want to say before we get into this that I am feeling very hashtag blessed to be living in this timeline as always. I'm never not thankful oh. mm-hmm. because we are in the only acceptable timeline and that's this current one. Mm-hmm. Um And, you know, like people today, it's just so funny, like watching something like this and and remembering that, like, such fucked up shit was happening every day, all the time in front of people's faces. Like, yeah, this was on the brink of World War Two. Like it was like a precursor to World War Two. And like that time period was brutal. It Mm -hmm. was. Children were, like, being killed in, like, factory accidents and, you know, obviously, like, like, slavery wasn't a thing anymore, but, like, the Jim, Jim Crow, Crow South was, yeah. yeah, the Jim Crow South was, so it's, like, things were not good, okay? Yep. And then people, and then you just see people complaining about, like, their fucking bunion or whatever, and you're just, like... Dude, it could be so much worse. And, you know, people complain about whatever they want to complain about. But this is a good reminder for me to be like, oh, yeah, I'm like so grateful to be. Fucked up shit is happening all the time, has always happened. And, yeah, this was a particularly uh, fraught period of time Yeah, uh, that this happened, the Hindenburg disaster happened. Uh, It was... It, you know, a shit sandwich, basically, that this happened within. Um, yeah. You had World, World, World War One Shit sandwich. You had World War One on one end. And, yeah. and the, oh, and don't forget about the Great Depression. Forgot about yeah. that. Um, and then you had World War Two on the on the other uh, slice of bread there. So my God, what a time. Um, yeah. OK, so the Hindenburg disaster was an airship accident that occurred on May 6, 1937. Um, and this happened in Manchester Township, New Jersey, in the good old U.S. of A. Mm. Um, now, it's very interesting because the Hindenburg is a very obviously, like, a, as the name indicates, a very German yeah. uh, airship. It was sure. the LZ 129 Hindenburg. Mm. It was a German commercial passenger carrying rigid airship, aka a dirigible. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the lead ship of the Hindenburg class and it was the longest class of flying machine and the largest airship by envelope vo- volume. So, like, whoa, like, like the entire air volume. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, like, like all encompassing the volume of the whole thing. Like, yeah. if you stood it on in on end over end or end to end it'd be as tall as like a skyscraper it was massive holy fuck yeah huge um the hindenburg was built by the german aircraft manufacturing company uh luftschiffsbau zeppelin it was named after this the hindenburg was named after field marshal paul von hindenburg who was the president of germany from 1925 until his death in 1934 this man was responsible for making hitler the chancellor of germany so oh i was gonna say i don't know anything about this man i was like very curious like oh no he died and then hitler came into power like what what happened there but sounds like he had a hand in it so well he he yeah he gave him his job yeah set him up to be to for all the Nazis to just come right in. Oh, my God. Um, Which makes sense because the the logo, I feel like, is very swastika-esque. Yeah. this Well, this man was the president of, the of like, 
the Nazis at the time. Right, they had right. set up oh, a whole oh, new government. Oh, they already were a thing. Oh, okay. They already were a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, he, yeah, fucking piece of shit. Um, oh, God. So just like the Champagne, rigid or semi-rigid airships can only be called Zeppelins if they're made by the Zeppelin company. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a sparkling dirigible. <laughs> yeah, a sparkling white dirigible. Yeah, very white. Very it's white. Nazi. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. Uh, the Hindenburg caught fire and was destroyed during its attempt to dock with its mooring mast at Naval Air Station Lakehurst. The accident caused 35 fatalities, 13 of the passengers and 22 crewmen. And uh, that was of the 97 people on board. Um, Oh, my God. And there was an additional fatality on the ground. So. Oh, right. Like somebody. Grounds crew. Yeah, there was grounds crew. Like they they're the people that like grab the ropes and like. Yeah. Moor it to the ground and stuff. Um, I like. I'm shocked anyone survived this having watched footage of it. I oh, like I know. it's unfathomable to me. I know. I was just telling DJ and um, some friends who stopped by uh, about it and they were like, people survived that. I, I know. I know. I didn't know that. It's I, I don't think I knew it either. Um, I didn't realize it was like a passenger, like a, a like a commercial error liner basically i didn't know that i didn't know that because i i i've seen like things about that I yeah feel like but like and that's why it was tragic because there was just like civilians on it essentially yeah. you know it's like the, it wasn't just the crew yeah um man which is sad anyway you know it's it sad anyway crew, yeah. yeah but um i mean i feel like this is very much like i feel like everybody's at least seen an image of this because yeah. um there was a lot of news coverage at the airfield itself because yeah. it was like a big deal. It was like the biggest Zeppelin right. in commercial use, basically. So it was the subject of newsreel coverage, photographs, and Her- or Herbert Morrison's recorded radio eyewitness report from the landing field, which were broadcast the next day. So the phrase, oh, the humanity, you've absolutely heard. Um, It's a portion of his broadcast in which he's like describing what he's seeing. And he's so overcome with. Yeah, he's like crying. He's crying. Yeah. And through tears and like he's choking on the like thick smoke and stuff. Yeah. He says, oh, the humanity. Yeah. And that's where that phrase comes from. Um, So like if you watch the extended, you know, his his broadcast if you, or you don't watch it you, you watch it well his, people have edited his, it so that his so voice his, is with this laid over it. the visual yeah. yeah there was no he 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 wasn't recording on camera he was no. just recording for radio right so but his his uh voice is overlaid on a lot of visual uh, yeah video so to this day like listening to his voice and him trying to describe what he's seeing is truly gut-wrenching like it's yeah, it's fucked it's up it made me emotional like it hearing how emotional he was you know yeah it was super sad yeah. it makes it very real though if you were to listen to this and not just like that little snippet like the entire broadcast yeah. that he was able yeah. to to get is is intense um yeah. and I don't know that I'd ever listen to the full thing I've like no. I heard like a, a, you know like the shortened version of it this is fucked up, though, because all this stuff like that we're talking about, like the Hindenburg in general, that clip of like, oh, the humanity, the footage mm-hmm. of it, 
-hmm. It's all kind of like so it's just one of those things that's like so ingrained in our pop culture, like references and jokes and stuff are made about it. It's like memed. Yeah, it's like memed. Yeah. And it's like I didn't fully understand. Like I knew it was bad and stuff, but I never took the time to actually Mm -hmm. go watch it. And it doesn't take that long to watch it. It's very a very quick. Yeah. Well. But it's not something you seek out. I mean, it's uncomfortable. I was like, do I want to watch this? And I watched it and I was like, why? I don't I didn't want to watch. it. <laughs> yeah, this is like how my brain works. So it's like yeah. I get something in my head and I'm like, oh, I need to like watch all of the like. Yeah. And see all the pictures and stuff. It's like it's super fucked. So <laughs> if you're so inclined to listen to that radio broadcast from um, Herbert Morrison and, and look at some of the images of it, please yeah. go ahead. Um, so, yeah. It's horrifying. Like it it looks the image of this massive thing just completely exploding and going yeah. up in flames is is absolutely terrifying. Like I can't imagine being there and seeing something like this happen in front of my face. And also it's extraordinary. Yeah. Oh my god. Like it is that okay, I do you know those fireworks where it's like a snake or something mm-hmm. and you like light it and it's like it like expands or something yeah, and then yeah. it's like very quickly burned? Uh-huh. It's kind of like that. Like there's yeah. something really like I don't want to say satisfying because it's upsetting. But mm-hmm. like there is something that scratches like a part of your brain where it's like, what? Like what did yeah. I just watch? It's there yeah. and it's gone. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like not in a positive way, but like that it could be gone so quickly. It's yeah. like there just aren't a lot of things we see day to day that happen in that small period of time. Totally. Yeah. It's 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 a intense thing. Yeah. To watch. It's intense. Um a variety of theories have been put forward about why uh it even ignited in the first place because these things like were pretty like it's 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 you know <laughs> But there's like, why would it have ignited and where did the initial fuel come for the fire? But like there's the smoking room they had on board. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I mean, it's a fucking skyscraper sized balloon filled with flammable gas. You don't even need a cigarette or a lighter near it for something bad to happen. That's true. You just need some fucking static electricity, babe. That's right. We That's didn't have bounce sheets back then, so not for <laughs> I don't not know. not Hindenburg size. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. it's I could never. Yeah, so <laughs> I you couldn't pay me to get on one of these fucking things. I mean, I <laughs> I mean I probably I I honestly this is like but this was like the way to travel until this happened. Um, it's so weird that like people went. <sighs> Like from the Titanic to this, I'd rather go back on a boat. Oh, a thousand percent. Tried and like, true. Like just bring a life vest. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Watch, but, go, don't go up in the fucking iceberg area. Like, <laughs> stay in the Bahamas. Yeah, keep me in the warm, warm water here. Yeah, yeah. Oh my um, god. And then it's like, or do you want to go up in the air with this? Like, first of all, I'm very high in the air. Second of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so the publicity uh, uh, surrounding the Hindenburg disaster obviously shattered public confidence in <laughs> uh, these huge fucking <laughs> death traps. Like, Wait, those are flammable? 
You're what? Like, yeah. Oh, we didn't say. They're like, are airplanes? You're like, no. You're like, cool. I'll stick with those. Yeah. It's a. Uh, but, you know, like planes crash all the time, too. I don't know. This mm, is not like that. Not like this. Um, yeah. So they this happened and it marked the abrupt end of the airship era for commercial travel. Let's yeah. just say. Yeah. Um, and before we dive into the events of the day of the disaster, I just need to paint a picture of how fucking insane the idea of an airship is for commercial transportation, just yeah. at least to our modern sensibilities. Sure. Um, let's just explain how they work real quick. Um, mm-hmm. So a rigid airship like the... the Like a blimp? No, a blimp is not a rigid air airship. Because it's soft? Yeah, because it's filled oh, with I see. gas. It doesn't have oh, any supporting structure. structure inside. Copy a, that. Yeah, a rigid air, airship consists of a structural framework, and it's yes. covered in doped. Doped means plasticized lacquers coating the fabric uh, that is over the frame, um, yeah. and it makes the and it's for like aircraft, and it makes it weatherproof and airtight. Mm-hmm. So it's covered in this doped fab fabric. Um, it's like polyester. <laughs> Yeah, but like, but like with a shellac over it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like a hard coating. Like a cheap flammable fabric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Painted with like nail polish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like shellacked. Yeah, shellac. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like, oh. It's like um, a gel nail. Um, <laughs> oh. and, so, and then so the fabric contains a number of gas bags or cells containing lifting glass gas lifting gas is is a gas that is lighter than air yeah fizzy lifting drink yeah lifting drink um Mm -hmm. so helium is lighter than air um and a lot of these airships before the second world war were using hydrogen though because Mm -hmm. helium is actually a very it's not exactly a, a plentiful. Right. It's finite resource. It's a finite resource. Yeah. So uh, and we had actually before the world, the Second World War, we had actually stockpiled a bunch of helium oh. knowing how, you know, finite it is. Um, yeah. So we like kind of hoarded that shit for good reason. Mm. Um, so but uh, like I said, the uh, so majority that people could have gender reveal parties. <laughs> No, so people can make their voices all high pitched. Duh. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've done that. Uh, it's really fun. It's Not so as an fun. adult, I would love to, but I won't because I think it gives me a headache. Yeah, that's fair. yeah. But um, that was like the first time I got high. I feel like yeah, yeah, helium. Yeah. Um, so the majority of airships constructed before the Second World War used very flammable hydrogen. Mm. And hydrogen is a, a lifting gas. It's lighter than air. And because they use hydrogen, it made everything, it gave it a little extra danger. Oh. Just a lot of these uh, airships in this time were lost in catastrophic fires, much like the Hindenburg. So, um, yeah, yeah. that wasn't the first time one of these went up in flames, sadly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like... We saw like the the hydrogen disasters happening, and like I said, we'd stockpiled all this helium. So America started making airships, and they're like, "Oh, we're not using hydrogen. Y'all are fucking insane to put that inside of your shit." Um, so we took all the helium 
and we wouldn't sell it to any other country and we just kept it for ourselves and made our own fucking airships with it. Oh, no. Um, yeah. And inert gas was used by American airships in the 1920s and 30s. And it's also still used today in modern airships. Airships are still around. We got the Goodyear blimp, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, And fun fact, the Goodyear blimp is no longer a blimp. It is now a semi-rigid airship. Instead of relying on the pressure of the lifting gas inside the envelope and the strength of the envelope itself to maintain the shape. So, yeah, that's... They don't have to fill it with as much. Yeah, and it's 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 rigid now, and they have like the gas bags and stuff located around instead yeah. of just the whole thing. Um, oh my god! Also, very fun to watch that land. They do the ropes oh yeah. thing. They like throw the ropes off, and there's like a ground crew, and they all yeah. like scramble to grab it. It's very cool. We live right by the Goodyear blimp, or, yeah, or like the landing area where the Goodyear blimp lives. Um, yeah, in L.A. Um, another fun fact: the fleet of blimps, the Goodyear blimps. Uh, was replaced by that was replaced by the semi-rigid airships was built by none other than Luftschiffbau Luf, Zeppelin, the same company that made the Hindenburg. What? Yeah. So literally this company has been around forever. Oh, my God. And they've been I don't know how they're still in business after the Hindenburg, but <laughs> Needless to say, that's where all the Goodyear blimps come from now. And it's not a Goodyear blimp anymore, technically. We just still call it a blimp. It's it's a, a Goodyear dirigible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't have the same ring to it. No. Anyway, so that was my little, like, side hole. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> my side Your second butthole. Hole. Yeah, my second butthole. Uh, yeah. But, you know... Doing any sort of research on airships, you'll quickly find that a lot of them have crashed. A lot of, I, I want to say, I don't know what the exact, like, percentage of disasters are. Like, how many exact, there's a lot. You go to airship disaster, Wikipedia. Oh, no. no. It's like, I want to no, say, like, 75% of them oh that have ever been made or just uh. have had accidents. I mean, there's a reason it's not like a mass transportation vehicle at this point in time. You know what I mean? No. But like, I just don't. uh, It's so weird to me because they're so unwieldy. Mm -hmm. Like even a hot air balloon. I will never get in a hot air balloon. First of Mm -hmm. all, you're up there with a weirdo. okay? because it's like you and the person operating it. I don't know them. Yeah. I don't know if they're like super hungover or like still drunk or so. who knows. You know what I mean? Like or like no, what not, if they become incapacitated? I what don't if they know become to... incapacitated? I'm trapped in a oh. balloon. OK. Well, a literal nightmare scenario. Oh, yeah. my God. But like I've seen people try to land those. I watched a video the other day where one lands in like a picnic in a park and runs over some old people. You know I what saw I mean? That shit too. Or like oh they crash God. into like power lines or something. Yeah. It's, it's like it's just, you can't control this. There's no it's it's like you're at the whims. It's like a sailboat or something like I feel like safer on a sailboat. Oh, yeah. No, I feel safer on a sailboat because at least you're touching an element. I don't, yeah. I yeah. Know. You're not just like floating in air. I don't know. Yeah. You don't. You, well, a gust of wind is like a rogue wave. Honestly, if you're yeah, in one of these fair. kind of like in, yeah. if you're in some sort of hot air balloon or a dirigible, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's you're right. It's it seems very unwieldy and very yeah. um, I, like a lot of the ones that were around during this time um, when it was like a popular thing to do to make yeah. these uh, Zeppelins and shit. A lot of them were were would fly into storms and just like break apart midair. 
So, you know, it's like, <sighs> you don't know. You get hit by a huge gust of wind and just like fucking crash. At, I, it seems. <laughs> at like 20,000 miles in the air. Like 20,000 feet. Sorry. That's how high they would go. Yeah. yeah. That's like, uh, like even maybe a minimum. Like they went up to like 30,000 feet. Like so, an airplane, like, like a literal, airplane. like a commercial airliner. We were talking about this offline. We're like, there's no way they fly as high. We're like, <laughs> I was like, they're like tree level, right? Like I was like, they're just above the trees type situation. <laughs> and if you need to gas it for a little hill, you gas it. You go a little higher, you come back down, you know? No, they're fucking, these things were crossing the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. At 20,000 feet at least. Okay. And yeah. that's insane to me. It's a fucking balloon. Yeah. I, I just can't fathom. And people were doing this like, you know, you were talking about how there were so many camera crews and stuff at the um, landing of the Hindenburg. And it wasn't like a novel thing because you mm -hmm. said, you know, like they were already taking these transatlantic. The Hindenburg had already had a full year of successful flights. Yeah, we so this time period, the, the short time period that the that Zeppelins and dirigibles were like popping where they were yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it was it was they were mostly being used in the wars like World War One was when they really everybody in the you know, all the major powers were like, we need to make these <laughs> we need airships. We, yeah. <laughs> we got to drop bombs somehow. We got to yeah. carry these big, heavy bombs. Right. And we could we only have like these fucking biplanes, basically. Yeah, we could we don't have the ability to carry like bigger, you know, or ordinance whatever yeah so they that's what they had these airships for for the wars i yeah. mean they're like death death from above okay yeah. yeah so yeah so the world wars were happening and then the hindenburg disaster happened and yeah. it was like what are we doing here okay yeah yeah like we so oh thank uh, i don't want to say thankfully this happened but like it had to happen so that we could like move on from that idea you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like they needed to catch it televised and yeah. with radio announcers crying into the microphone so yeah. that like we stopped doing it because we already you know they already <sighs> didn't have a great success rate but like the fact that all these people were there because it was still an exciting thing like mm -hmm. it was like a classy luxurious like you know it's why people wanted to see off the titanic and stuff like it was still yeah. a novel thing and so after understanding that people were flying around in highly flammable balloon mm -hmm. now that we know that we got the like mechanics of it out of the way yeah um like the way that it worked was you know, you have this big ass balloon and then you had what they called a gondola below it, mm -hmm. which is like a ship deck, basically, with like cabins and everything like yeah. attached to the bottom of the big fucking a balloon big full of death, <laughs> death gas um, <laughs> that could catch on fire at any moment and explode the entire thing while you're 30,000 feet up in the air. Oh, my God. Um, but, like, think of um, that scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they're mm -hmm. on the fancy, they're in the fancy Zeppelin, and yeah. it's all the German people. They're like, it's like Indiana Jones and his dad, you know, Sean Connery. They're like trying to escape the Nazis, um, and they're on, they're on the, the Zeppelin, and they're like trying to blend in. And 
and they're like in this like fancy like lounge area and everybody's smoking and drinking and you know having cocktails and they're all dressed to the nines that's what it was that was you know you're it's like you're in this like fancy train compartment or something you look at it from the outside and I think this was also my uh, kind of idea about it was like oh it's just like a big empty room that you know like um like those like military plane like sometimes they're cargo planes like a cargo yeah. well sometimes they're cargo sometimes there's people but the you know it's like very empty if there's no cargo in it yeah and it's, it's like just Spartan. people yeah yeah and so I always imagined it like that but no this is like this is the equivalent of how I think it is nowadays to fly like first class to Dubai or Singapore. Mm-hmm. Like how like on Crazy Rich Asians, how they're like in that little cabin and it's like totally private and there's beds and like mm-hmm. there's food and stuff like this shit had um, it had rooms for like cabins for people to mm-hmm. sleep in with um, like kind of like a train cabin, you know, yeah. where it has um, it had a dining room. It had promenades. It had a reading room, a bar, a smoking room. Yeah, everything like Th- that was a mistake. First of all, a smoking room. Yeah, I think. And when I was like, why would they even have this? It was like, don't worry. They had like a drop ceiling on it to to block it from the hydrogen of being used above or whatever. And it's like what? someone gets mad, drunk and mad and punches a wall in here. And this whole place is going up in flames. Like it's. I know, I know. It's just yeah. Oh, it's it sounds terrifying because it is, and yeah, like I feel like we, you know, maybe in a hundred years, people will look back on commercial airlines and be like, "What the fuck were True. human beings it's doing?" It's gross. You know, like we yeah. were flying around in a, in a metal fart tube, and oh. like you know, I hate it. I'm almost like not doing it anymore unless it's really worth it. That's fine. or I have to, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess nobody. That's how anybody does. But I just want. I would just want high speed trains like Japan. Like, Me too. Can we just yeah. please just get? I think everybody would. I feel like we'd see and take advantage of so many, so much that this country has to offer if we were able to do like very nice, affordable. It doesn't have to train be luxurious, travel. just yeah. comfortable. Like train yeah. travel, yeah. yeah. Um, but people were doing this for like, you know, they'd already been doing this a year and they'd made 10 trips from Germany to the US and this was like the second season um, and and people were coming back and it's just like, I can't believe that, I just can't believe that this flew a whole year without incident and then this is like, it's first, it's like first day sophomore year yeah 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 kind of and it just like falls on its face you know yeah it like you said made 10 trips from germany to the united states in 1936 so it's Mm -hmm. like yeah this is old hat we got this we know how to do the transatlantic crossing so to speak but it is absolutely giving Titanic, okay? <laughs> yeah. It is it yeah. is the hubris of the of yeah. of of human beings to be like we're going to build this fucking ginormous thing. Yeah. It's so big, it's so beautiful, it's luxurious. We're going to get all of the best people only yeah. can afford to fly this gorgeous, you know, one like fucking lumbering goddamn balloon full of highly flammable gas 
I wonder what it sounded like on there. I think it had like a motor. So there's two types of fuel on it. Obviously, the the lighter than air, the hydrogen. Yeah, the hydrogen. Yeah. And then then also had like uh, fuel, like diesel fuel, fuel. fuel probably to like to power the engine. Yeah. Because it it did need an engine to... For like the little fans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to operate the the rudder and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. It's giving Titanic. But the only difference is that the Titanic, the Titanic like luxuriated in its demise. It, it was, was like, like oh, oh. <laughs> it's like I hit it. I hit an iceberg. But let Ow. me just. Ow. <laughs> Owie. I'm not even done with my cocktail. Mm. I'm not even done with my gimlet. Can't close finish this. Close those doors down there. <laughs> uh. Uh, just a few more minutes. Uh, and then it eked it out into like three hours. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like uh, the Hindenburg was like, bitch, I'm out. And then it was gone. <laughs> it just was like, <laughs> oh, shit, I'm a fire. <laughs> and then it was gone. Yeah. And then it was gone. Yeah. It was like, oh, shit, I'm on fire. And yeah. then it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just gone. Um, it, OK. And it. So there's like some debate about how long it took to go up in flames, but I'm going to go with what like the NASA analysis said, which is it took as little as 16 seconds Mm. from when it ignited to when it was just when I say just the like skeleton of the inner like the the frame frame of the. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all that was left. Yeah, that's all that was left. Um, and it's almost like it's not even like the whole thing's even still on fire. Like it kept burning in there, you know, because you said their diesel gas was on there. So that kept burning. But like it, it just went like it just like I don't know. It's so hard to describe, but it, it's very interesting. Anyway, so an analysis was done by someone at NASA and they said that the flames consumed the ship at a rate of 49 feet a second. So Oof. it was their estimate that it took about 16 seconds. But prior to that analysis, it's it was kind of suspected that it took 24 to 27 seconds, roughly ish. Um, and, and despite having cameras on the ground, they weren't able to pinpoint an exact time of ignition because the cameras weren't all rolling when it initially burst into yeah. flame. It's like they were like, oh, shit, there's some sort of fire happening. Right. And they turned, turned on the camera. Yeah. And by the time they got the entire thing, it, was, yeah. it had already like yeah. started or it's majorly like catching on fire. the wrong angle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they can't really tell exactly when it started on the other side. So it's, you know, it just kind of in, is what it is. They weren't able to pinpoint the exact burn time. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, unsure of what ignited the flames, but they do know how quickly it spread forward. Uh, yeah. And it first consumed cells one through nine and the rear end of the structure imploded Almost instantly, two tanks, maybe water, maybe fuel, burst out of the hole and buoyancy was lost on the stern of the ship. So it started to just go whoop like that, yeah. like the front like of the it. Like the Titanic. Like the Titanic. It like yeah. came up straight up in the air, sort of, or like at an angle into the air. Yeah. The tail of the Hindenburg crashed towards the ground as the bow continued to point into the air, bursting into flames and killing nine of the 12 crew members in the bow. <gasps> Oh, it's horrifying. Yeah. The cell behind the passenger decks ignited. The airship's gondola wheel touched the ground, causing the bow to bounce up slightly as one final gas cell burned away. 
Um, this may yeah. have been when the last survivors were able to like when it's the gondola started to hit like the wheels of the gondola hit the ground. That's when yeah. people were able to jump out of the windows. Well, because it was like the the couple bounces it made, like the windows would uh, would get and and everybody was at the windows as mm-hmm. they were approaching the landing because that was the best. They were watching view. themselves. Yeah, yeah, they were watching the the people down below. And yeah, like and ready so to land. every there was two sides of the ship and everyone was kind of like at the windows except for the crew and stuff. But um, it, as the you know it kind of bounced a couple times, so I think in between the bounces, a lot of people on at least one side of the ship were able to get out of the window they just like as it was coming down to the ground they just jumped and ran or as Mm -hmm. it was kind of going back up people in waves were kind of getting off but i think on the other side they weren't as lucky because it was like tilted a little and so the 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 window yeah yeah the window was blocked the gas like consumed that side i think the starboard side was the side that was consumed fire first yeah yeah so it's yeah it's really sad um horrifying yeah can't even imagine yeah um yeah so in the the chief petty officer frederick J. J. bull tobin in command of the navy navy landing party for the airship and yeah. a survivor of the crashed american military airship the uss shenandoah oh my god poor man like he had already been part of like this is the how pe- dangerous the trauma. this is why everyone's fucked up today because the trauma of a man like that yeah dude <laughs> just being passed down generation to generation just air disaster after air disaster oh my god he uh shouted the famous order Navy men stand fast um, to successfully rally his personnel to conduct rescue operations despite the considerable danger from the flames. Like, yeah. he, like, got they were his, ready. They were ready and they, like, rushed into danger, basically. There wasn't horrifying. even, like, yeah, it's horrifying. And there wasn't even, I don't even know that, like, ev- anyone reacted that quickly. Like, because these blasts were happening you know like yeah there was you couldn't get near it it was you couldn't get near it and the people on the ship were getting knocked down and stuff so like it it just was chaos for that short short period of time yeah and then after it just kept burning for literal hours because of all the diesel fuel so it was like you know that that initial part either people escaped or they didn't but that was it like if people made it off the ship, you could help them. Other mm-hmm. than that, there's no one to help. Like, Mm-mm. but they did jump in and they they helped people around the crash site. And like, obviously, there was a lot of people with horrible burns that they attended to, and yeah. they saved people's lives. Like, yeah, they did. People that were able to get off. Yep. Um, there were a total of 35 deaths out of the 97 people on the airship, including. 13 of the 36 passengers and 22 of the 61 crew. Most of the survivors, like you said, were severely burned. Um, Among the killed were also one ground crewman, a civilian linesman named Alan Hageman. Mm -hmm. Um, 10 passengers and 16 crewmen crewmen died in the crash or in the fire. The majority of the victims were like burned to death while others jumping, died jumping from the airship at an excessive height. Uh, yeah, like um, initially, yeah, yeah, or as a consequence of either smoke inhalation or f- like shit falling on them inside the airship. Yeah, um, six other crew members, three passengers, and Alan Hagman died in the following days or hours, uh, as a result of their burns. It's horrifying. Um, oh my god, I read 
Okay, I want to talk about Alan Hageman really quickly, but also yeah. I read that there was like a family on there and there were, there was like a boy who was eight and his he remembered his mom like pushing him and his brother like out. yeah out yeah. out of the um airship his dad and sister didn't make it but like how fucking wild like the fact that that mom was able to think so quickly and and it just made me think about how it was kind of hitting the ground kind of quickly and it's like your instincts like if you have good instincts is to see an opportunity and just go for it yeah yeah like you don't even think about it you know and i watched this interview so um it's this man robert buchanan he was a grounds crew member same as alan hageman they were actually on the same team Mm. and this was an interview done like probably in the early 2000s it's on youtube now this man has since passed away he was an old man then um he survived the crash and he was on the same team as Hagman, and he talked about how there were these um, train track type uh, scaffolding on the ground. And that's like what they would use to help anchor the ship when it landed. Uh-huh. And it yeah, was like they had ropes it'd roll all back. around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so, it, you know, you tie a rope and then it, maybe it would like you'd move it back or whatever and put it into place uh. and kind of like hook in or whatever. And so there was all this stuff. And he said that somehow... In that like 16 second second period, because there was a blast. He talks very in depth about like the blast of heat. Mm. And he's like, I'm going to die. Like this is like the most heat I've ever felt, you know. And he just started running. Like at first they started running one way, but then the blast. So then they started running another way. And he, he was like, I felt it. And I just remembered being like, ooh, the, the railing on the ground. Like, like I need jump to jump over that. Yeah. Like, and he just. That. He was like, I don't even know how I remembered it was there, but like I knew and I missed it. And he said that it's kind of rumored that maybe um, Alan Hageman maybe got a little tripped up in the railing or he was also an older man and like maybe not in as good shape as the younger people on his crew. And, you know, he just like didn't make it. But it's so sad. And then Robert Buchanan was also talking about like, Back in this time period, like, you went to work for your family if they owned a business. That's what you did. You didn't have a choice. Yeah. And everybody worked, like, in the same quarry, in the same mine, in the same factory. Like, your family just, Mm -hmm. even if you didn't own it, you know what I mean? It's like, you all did the same thing. And so Robert Buchanan worked with a bunch of his cousins and his brother. Mm. And so his immediate thought after he got away and didn't trip over the railing was like where is my family so then yeah. he like went and checked and they all survived and he said they went over to his house after and his mom was home and they all just walked in like burned oh my god totally fucked up and m- the mom had no idea because it was 1936 1937 no there's no tv yeah. people don't yeah. constantly yeah. have the radio on like nobody knows mm-hmm. what's going on And they like had to tell their mom what happened. And then through the night, it kind of, you know, people caught on and news people started coming over and all this stuff. And it was wild. And they all just got kind of drunk down in the bar that his dad had in the basement. I would too. Holy fucking shit. I, yeah, I don't know how you would like, how that would be truly so horrifying. And nobody knew how to like process this kind of thing. Nobody was talking about their feelings. And he said the one thing that saved him, it was a it was a drizzly night right before the landing, so all the grounds crew were standing soaking wet in the rain. 
Oh my God. And he was like, I think that's it. Like Ugh. that's why we survived. Cause there's no way that with that heat, if we were not wet, like we would all be goners being that wet and like having the like wherewithal to like run for your life oh immediately my god. oh my god. god and then having that Ooh. be the one thing that maybe like the coincidence that saved you oh i know oh my god it's oh wild um yeah yeah so the aftermath is like this shit was fucking done after this yeah. like, They're like people were it. like we're not getting on one of those. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people, right, like from a commercial perspective, because I think there they was still an air- used They still used uh, Zeppelins and, you know, yeah. rigid airships after this in the war for a while. For like military purposes. For military purposes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because I think this specific flight was chartered by like either mm-hmm. American Airlines or Delta American, or something. American yeah. Airlines. Not worked, after this. Yeah, well, That's American a PR nightmare. No, American Airlines had this like um, partnership with the like the Zeppelin airline, basically. Yeah. That they would once the transatlantic flight landed, they would shuttle passengers from it to wherever their final destination right. was. Right. Right. So, so it's like your yeah. ticket included the the, the American Airlines transfer. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, I think. So immediately after this, you know, obviously they like cleaned everything up and they sent this is so wild to me because like Uh I'm not very superstitious. But here's something I wouldn't do Mm. is like take pieces of the Titanic to like rebuild another ship. (laughs) But that's exactly what these people did. They were like, hey, can you in Germany? They're like, hey, can you send us back the frame to that? It's still fine. Right. It's like a little hot. (laughs) It's like a little melted, right? We can re- we can reshape it. Well, well, this is the thing. During this time, like true, resources were true. so limited. Oh my god! And Germany was like, we need that back. Like, but like, no, put I it know. into something else, okay? Like, melt it down for scraps and put it into other shit, okay? Do not put it into more airships. But they did. Yeah, I mean, what, like you gotta, you gotta use shape. it for something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. already that shape. But yeah. <laughs> I it's too we bad. We just need a little, you know, new coat of paint on it. <laughs> yeah, just slap some paint on it. It's like the landlord's. Put uh, some doped fabric over it. It's fine. <laughs> now that you guys know what doped fabric is. Ooh, dope. So dope. I love. I only want to dress in doped fabric. <laughs> it sounds fancy. I'm. It's just too bad that they weren't making like Hitler's private blimp. Because maybe he would have died a lot sooner. No. <laughs> If only, if only. Uh, oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, but this was wild. Truly a, a, a really interesting time. Um, and imagine if this never would have happened. What it would, you know, the technology kept getting better. Like, no, would we still it was already bad. <laughs> it was already bad. It was already like, this is the thing. This, you know, they could fly through storms or they could fly through like pretty you know gnarly weather but not that bad not that bad of weather because yeah, otherwise it, it would just like <laughs> blow fucking into the upper atmosphere yeah. or something i don't oh know oh my god a lightning hits it the yeah, whole thing done. explodes 25,000 feet in the air like we're what? done yeah, yeah yeah um it's so it's so crazy though uh i learned that when this is a fun fact when the empire state building was built they had a at the very top a um they had installed a mooring hook for dirigibles <gasps> for 
Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because they were like so Yeah, you could just like stop in. It's like a new plane of existence for transportation. It's like a helipad on top of a building, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like, they were like, this is the future. Like, this is what we need to do. So when the Empire State State Building was built, that's what they had at the top of it was a mooring hook for a blimp or for a, a Zeppelin or dirigible. So weird. And then this happened and they were like, oh, take that fucking mooring hook off the building, please. Uh, Thank you. Can we like, um, can you like turn that into an art installation? Yeah. <laughs> Put an we need, over we that. Need, we need that metal for the war effort. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, is that a, is that a mooring for airships? No, that's a carnival tent post. <laughs> It's a perch for our <laughs> pigeons that and, and our acrobats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They on Saturdays. Oh, I'm I want to do a um, there is a uh, there was a passenger on the Hindenburg that I want to do a bonus oh. episode about yes. for yes, for our for our Patreon. So yeah. if you're part of the Patreon, Keep we're going to do out. that. Keep an yeah. ear out for that. Um Speaking of which, I don't know. This is all that I've got on this topic. Uh, yeah, me too. You guys, it's fascinating. What a wild time. Um, read more about it if you want to. It's watch the videos. It's intense. And it's, it's, and like, it's the cover of uh, Led Zeppelin's self-titled album. Yeah. Oh, Aaron has the best title for this episode yeah <laughs> dread zeppelin yeah <laughs> you know i liked it i saw that i went yeah yeah rock and roll baby oh poor i mean god it's the, so sad yeah it truly is sad r.i.p to all the people who perished um you know stuff like this is so sad but also like fascinating you know, it's just like one of those things. Like it has to happen for things to get better and more advanced. You know, like mm-hmm. it sucks, but it's. I, it just. I truly think the only reason this finally put the nail in the coffin of dirigibles is because there were so many cameras there, and mm-hmm. and they were able to capture so much emotion and like terror. Yeah, because this was already happening. Like we said. Yeah. Uh, like. I made that stat up. No, I don't no, know. I know. Yeah. 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 We're but, just uh, conflating. But it's it's a funny. Yeah. I mean, it's not funny, but it, too many of these were going down on the reg. OK. And people were just like, what? Well, the, 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 but maybe we should fly one to Europe <laughs> with a bunch of families on it. It's like, OK. Oh, man. <laughs> but also maybe not. Hey, man, you get enough money behind something and investors yeah. and. Mm-hmm yikes it just it just is what it is so yeah anyway well uh, um that's all i got follow us on social media at dtfu podcast everywhere send us your um short three paragraph less than 500 words i would mm-hmm. say that's probably a lot right yeah. um your story so that we could play ai roulette with it um <laughs> I don't know. I just took a drink of my drink and it just spilled everywhere. I don't know. I have a hole oh, in my no. lip or something. Oh, know. God. Uh, is Are your lips numb? No. Oh, okay. You, it just, you, you just, just, I just... I just pulled... Just pulled too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. And we'll play that in the coming weeks. Yep. And it'll be so silly and so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys stay excellent to yourselves and each other. Okay. Bye. bye.